0: Let's just say a lot of things happened and I was very busy for like a solid two months. Let's, um, he caught the busy bug. Let's say I was dealing with a um, shitty situation. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, Yeah. am I I too loud? No, I I think I'm okay. Um, so yeah, thing, um, work. I work for the post office and it's summer, a lot of people go on vacation, so I've been kind of doing double duty. To make sure my office is good and people get their vacation. Um two people had to move into the house for about a month. I had no space, noise was a concern. A lot of things were going on. Ooh <laughs> boy, but on the plus side, we're back. We're back in the business. Uh so this is the first podcast I've done in like two months. Uh <laughs> So we're just gonna kind of get into it. This is, I believe, episode. Yep. It's been so long. I don't remember. I think four, this is episode four. I'm gonna four. say, if I'm right, this is episode four. I believe it is. Um, so the last time we talked, yeah, it was June. Oh God, June twelfth. That's when it was. That was the last time. Wow, it's been over two months. Because that was it's a, been a long time. That was, time. I think, the night of the PlayStation Five game event, or is the day after? So since then we've had more PS5 rumors, Xbox One stuff. Halo got delayed. Um, Fortnite is taking on the world. Um, Nvidia Ampere is going to be expensive, I think. It's been a lot of stuff. I don't even know where to start. Actually, well, we were getting food before we started. Yeah. And we were talking about Xbox and Halo. We're talking about a lot of things. A lot of things. <laughs> I guess well, since we we talked about Halo personally like outside of this a while ago so i guess we could talk a bit more in depth about xbox and playstation okay so uh where do you think things are going to go for this console launch
1: we have a lot more information now don't we yes we do we, we basically have and more rumors yeah i mean rumors Yes. Yeah. so let's get number one out of the way we basically have even we knew that there was going to be an xbox series s we knew that was going to be a thing from the leaks but now it's kind of like pseudo confirmed Within the last few weeks, that it's going to be a thing. Ever since that controller packaging leaked and said Xbox Series X slash S, and some other things that are coming out, more rumors about it. We we know it's going to happen. There's going to be an Xbox Series S. It's going to be sort of similar power wise to the One X, the Xbox One X, but with a much better CPU. Um, GPU is going to be a little bit less. I think it's going to be like 4 teraflops, where the 1X was, I think, 6, if I'm correct. I think so. So it's not going to be as powerful as a 1X in a lot of ways, but it's going to last a lot longer because of that really nice Ryzen CPU in there. Yeah. Um, So it's going to do much better with that. I think it's going to be, if you have to ask me, I think it's going to be probably the best console of this Specific year 2020, the best selling.
0: Yeah, and I feel like the processors were really held back both the consoles.
1: Well, yeah, because they is. were using old Jaguar, like and Jaguar sucked. Jaguar was a terrible God, architecture. What? what was that? Was that like eighty three fifty? Sort of. It no, was no, very no, that soon.
0: was that was bulldozer, right? That was
1: bulldozer and pile driver and those Jaguar. If I'm <laughs> correct, names. Yeah, I know they had. Piled they used right. to have great names. AMD. Now they have fantastic names. <laughs> Ryzen 3, Ryzen. Ryzen. 2. But but it's good. Yeah, I mean it's it was still terrible though. It was a very bad processor line
0: and we built a whole generation of consoles.
1: Yeah. That's the whole thing. It doesn't need to be... The GPU is less powerful in the 1S from what we've seen than what it is in the 1X. And I said the 1S, didn't I? Jesus Christ. Mm, This isn't going to get confusing. Oh, yeah. This is going to get very confusing. Good job, Microsoft. Good names. Yeah, it's not like you have the 1S, the Series S, the Series X, and then maybe some 1Xs still floating around there.
0: That actually reminds me real quick. Do you remember when it was one of the first products Apple, I think announced like showed after steve jobs passed away when it was they unveiled a new ipad and it was just called the new ipad do you, do you remember that oh yeah they did that for one year it's like oh what's it called it's just the new ipad the and new it just iPad. Like, <laughs> i'm pretty i'm just waiting for microsoft to do that they're going like, to though like they're probably you know they're just going to. they're probably just waiting for like you know uneducated parents that don't know video games to go like do you have that their new Xbox
1: do you have that their new Xbox thing that kid? was a
0: mix of like chipmunks and like some like southern like accent with somebody who like <laughs> didn't graduate middle school so I don't know God. what voice that was anyway
1: good job with the names Um yeah it's not going to confusing at all Microsoft good job
0: they were I think they really had something with two skews game pass day one including Halo Infinite so the, obviously did? now yeah. Halo is
1: delayed and uh, oh about that about that mess What I
0: will say is if the game is not ready I'm glad it was delayed The thing that's terrifying it's not <clears throat> it's not that oh things got slowed down because of COVID it, it sounds like COVID obviously affected it a little yeah. bit But when you do some like you do some a quick Google search you see a lot of things getting outsourced leadership issues uh, apparently they're focused on the Halo TV show and that's getting in the way of game development. That's and the that's problem. They really they can't screw this one up because I kind overall I liked Halo Four. And they'll say Halo Five multiplayer was fine, except all the microtransactions, like the
1: uh I forgot what they called it. It was like the rec packs. Or I didn't something. even get Halo Five. It <laughs> I didn't even buy Halo was, Five. I just watched about it on the multiplayer the was okay. And the campaign, I hated. Yeah, um, that's what I've heard. The, the campaign, campaign I've watched, though, it looked it was
0: terrible. The Master Chief collection was broken for like a year, maybe, <laughs> maybe not a year. It was broken for a long time. Oh yeah. So like, Halo was an event. Do you remember when like Halo Two was coming out, Three was coming out? It was an event. Yeah, it used to now, be a big thing. Then when Halo
1: Five came out, it wasn't that big of a deal. No, it kind of skirted under the radar a little. They they tried to market it. With the whole like hunt for the truth thing, I remember, and it ended up having nothing to do with the story pretty and much. They tried was... to do like the
0: esport thing with the arena part, <laughs> and it's just they're like, oh, they tried well, to go in too many different directions with it and ended up losing at everything because I'm, of it. I'm down for like trying new things to, to like change and diversify, but changing things for the sake of changing things, like it, it just didn't work. That's a problem because yeah. it, it wasn't as good as other esport games, but. It no longer felt like Halo. So it kind of, in my opinion, appealed to very few people. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. So they can't <laughs> afford Infinite to be bad, especially yeah. when they're saying Infinite's going to be, I don't know if I necessarily believe them, but they're like, it's going to be the last numbered sequel, and it's going to be like a platform. So if Halo Infinite's going to be it's a be game, destiny Watch. if it's going to basically be your destiny and last you five to ten years, you can't screw this up.
1: Yeah. You can't. That's the thing. I'm, I'm happy that they delayed it, if the game is not ready. Which it, it very much just seems like it's not. Because it just doesn't look great. That demo. It doesn't look bad. The demo didn't look bad. So it didn't look like it was like a shit game. But the gameplay gl- looked fine. Actually I'm going to give them props. The, au- I was listening. the audio was great. I was
0: listening to it at work. Because like I briefly mentioned. Worked for the post office. So I couldn't watch the event. But I was listening to it. I was blown away by the sound. Like, I was like, holy... Like, I can't see what's happening, but this it's, sounds
1: incredible. It's similar to the sounds in Modern Warfare a lot. It, it's very good. They did really good with the sound design. People
0: don't... They under they don't appreciate good sound. Yeah, because and good it sound makes a game a lot better. <laughs> like, after a while of resolution, you hit a point where it's like, it doesn't matter if I'm at this resolution or this. It looks good enough, but the sound... Yeah, exactly. But anyway, but yeah. The sound is what makes it. It, uh clearly did not appear to be ready, and I did go back and watch the streams later, because I think they have, like, a 4K stream so you can watch it. They do. I think Microsoft had it directly. you, You could see, like, the level popping in and, like, textures popping in, and the thing is, this is all supposed to be on a brand new ultra high-end computer uh i said computer uh high-end console with your velocity engine thing, whatever they called it with ssds you
1: shouldn't have such obvious like pop-in and that is where the issue arises because once you realize what this is running on that this is meant to be a next generation game and it looks like it's something that the xbox one s could have ran for the most part maybe at a lower frame rate but graphical fidelity very similar, and that the 1X could have absolutely done, it just makes no sense. It it, dis- it didn't look like a next-generation game. It looked like what you can go out to the store and buy right now. There it, was, didn't, it looked worse in a lot of ways, in my opinion, than from what I've seen about Halo 5. I was
0: going to say, it didn't look that much better than Halo 5. It there, didn't. There was actually, um I, I don't... At the very beginning of the demo, there was that human guy who was with the chief who was yelling at him, and he looked right. really, like, angry, uh, somebody took a screenshot of that guy's face next to um Joel from Last of Us Two on the PS Four, mm-hmm. and characters from Last of Us Two looked substantially more detailed. Right. Now, granted, Last of Us Two is not an open world game; it's a smaller game, so they can focus on you know graphical detail right, yeah. while Halo Infinite is aiming to be like a big open world thing. So that's. Not completely fair, I suppose, but still, it's not a good look when you're debuting your next console with your biggest franchise, and it doesn't look better than your your competition's game. This is going to be the delay
1: is the right thing to do for Halo, but in the short term, Microsoft is going to take a hit for it. Because what do they have now that is a launch exclusive, launch specifically, that you can buy on day one? That is specific to their platform.
0: The best way to play Fusion Frenzy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which hence brings me to the current economic <laughs> situation and how that ties into the fact that the Xbox One S, despite everything I just said, will be the best-selling console of this holiday. Probably. Very likely. So, from,
0: Ima- imagine the Xbox One S. So, it's what, like 200 bucks? We don't know yet. So, here's the thing. I'm reading oh, wait, more leaks. wait, wait. We we both said Xbox One S. We mean the Xbox Series S. Yeah, this is this is confusing. I as, hate it. Um, I think I already sweared once or twice. So whatever, Pardon my language. But what the fuck? These <laughs> names are confusing.
1: It is. It, it's you have everything with an S or an it, X. You know what I'm going to say? Xbox. It's to make too it similar.
0: To make it less confusing, the fact that there is Series X and S, it's just Xbox. I've said the One X more is, times than I've said the
1: Series X. It probably. is just Xbox. Yeah.
0: I'm just gonna make it simple. It's just Xbox, because <laughs> that's what it is. It's just the Xbox, and this is the, it's the Xbox One. It's is, meant to be the one console. This is
1: the series. It watches you when you come into your room. If you don't turn it on once a day with an internet connection, you're yeah. SOL.
0: The, the next generation. It's just Xbox. There's two models, the X and the S. It's just Xbox. I'm
1: so. I'm totally confusing myself. Oh my God. The the Series S, not the One S. The Series S. Oh my my iPhone thought you said Siri. <laughs> I'm surprised. Oh, God. I felt did too. And my watch. Oh, God. That would have been bad. Um, so we're more. doing this in
0: person. And I'm constantly... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm basically <laughs> just explaining that. I'm constantly making sure that, like, we just downloaded drivers through the microphones down. I'm like, okay, I think we're good. We don't have any headphones right now to monitor the sound. So I'm kind of like, I think this is working. And I'm just afraid of something exploding. So when I see my phone's voice-automated assistant going. I'm like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> Thank God for post-production. This is a treat. Anyway, sorry, continue. So, <laughs> more specs have been leaking about the Xbox One S over the last few days. Mm. And from what we're seeing, they are targeting with the One S that it will do 1440p at 60, which is a really good move. That's ideal. And that it will be between two and $300 because the rumors now that are coming out... Originally... One of my predictions was that, um, from what we were hearing, that Xbox was going to try very hard, very hard to undercut Sony. They would take a loss on the console. They'd charge maybe four or five hundred dollars for the Series X and one ninety nine is what my prediction was from the rumors that I've heard on the Series S. They could take a loss on that and make up for it in games. Game However, what we're seeing now is the Series X might be six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Five ninety nine U S dollars. That's expensive. Yes, it is. And that the PlayStation Five will come in for the standard one at four ninety nine and three ninety nine for the digital. I have
0: that open, and I was going to bring that up, but you beat me to it. So fuck you. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if that's the case, this is why I'm saying I think the Series S could be a winner because from the rumors I'm hearing today, the target price point is going to be somewhere between two and three hundred dollars. Mm. I think if it's between that price point, people are going to see the Series S and say, okay, this is actually, you know, I could use this for the next few years. Maybe I have a 1440p monitor I could plug it into, or I'll plug it into just, you know, I'll play 1080p on a TV. It'll
0: render the games in 1440p, and actually the Xbox One S has software upscaling. So it can, like, upscale things to 4K. It's not native, obviously, but, like, the One S can do it. So if you can have the Series S natively run games at 1440p, and then you just upscale it to 4K. It's going to look good. That's going to be good enough for the average person. Yes. And then for the snobs like us, (laughs) the Series X. Yes. Or you
1: just buy an Ampere GPU and call it a day. Yeah, exactly. But that's why I'm thinking that that's going to be the buy depending on how things go i'm just predicting now things could change tomorrow that's why i'm thinking that's going to be the this holiday season's best buy because depending on how the economic situation in the united states goes um depending on what kind of recovery we have from this lockdown we might see people not wanting to spend four or five six hundred dollars on a new console yeah, like- and they might see this if it comes out let's say 249 249.99 so you can go there and buy a series s for that price that's going to be a good buy
0: like I'm going to clarify something you just said, so I am more of a PlayStation guy because Sony makes a lot of games you can only get on their system, yes, so i I want to play them, so i'm generally I do more of PlayStation, but I have an Xbox, and actually the one x is my console of choice just because it's the most powerful yeah uh um but so I'm interested in the p s five so with the rumors of the price. They didn't say it was a launch game, they just said holiday, but Spider-Man Miles Morales. And the I don't remember what it's called, but the ESRB equivalent in South Korea rated Demon Souls. At what? I I don't remember like, you know, whatever the title is, but the fact that typically games don't get rated until it's somewhat close to release. So let's say, hypothetically. There is a PlayStation 5, the digital version for 399 with Spider-Man Miles Morales at launch and possibly Demon Souls in the launch window. that is a really good that, that's a really good launch lineup, at least my opinion. it Be- is because w- I, I actually is. I actually did a little bit of okay, I, I should clarify again. Having two Mm -hmm. games is not a great launch lineup, but in comparison, look up all the previous PlayStation releases. The PS1, I don't think the PS1 launched with any killer game. It had like Ridge Racer, but you know, the heavy hitters, you know, of Crash Bandicoot, Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy, they came later. The PS2 launched with what, SSX?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: And like a bunch of junk? The PS3 launched with Resistance Fall of Man, a game that was great at the time, and then when you play, you go back and play it now, like, oh, this game is not good. Yeah, I tried to but a
1: few years ago. All it just the good, it wasn't fun. All the
0: good PS3 games you think of, Uncharted, Killzone, Warhawk, everything, was 2007 onwards, and the PS4 launched with, what, Killzone Shadowfall? Yeah. Which was actually respectable. But I like,
1: enjoyed it just because it looked really good and the gameplay was passable. And I'm actually curious... It's tech demo. To,
0: I'm curious to see how Killzone Shadowfall will play on On a PS5, because the frame rate's uncapped.
1: That's true. And it doesn't
0: always hit 60.
1: That might be something fun to plug
0: in. I I actually bought it because it was on sale on PlayStation Network for $5. Nice. I'm like, for $5, it's worth it. You might as well. It's fun. So I have it digitally. So I want to see it on the PS5 to see if there's like a boost. But anyway, if Spider Man Miles Morales is a launch game, that's probably going to be one of the best things to launch with. And for me, little bit of backstory. I waited for months for Demon Souls, the original <laughs> PS3 version, to come out. I beat the game three times. God. So A it's monster. not it's not just like oh, I like Demon's Souls. I beat that shit three times. <laughs> I platinumed Bloodborne. So it's safe I, to say that I you platinumed have... Bloodborne.
1: I love Bloodborne. But it's so goddamn. Hard. I platinumed that game. I'm terrible at Soulsborne games. So you know?
0: like, I love those games. Demon Souls is my favorite due to the levels, the environment, were just, like, each level, there were five worlds, but each one felt so unique so and crafted. So, it's safe to say
1: that if, let's say, I'm gonna consider launch title, when I say launch title for the rest of this podcast, I'm saying anything from... The time this game, these consoles launch, which from what I'm hearing like is gonna be probably, like yeah, It's going to be somewhere toward the end of November, Mid. to the end of 2020. That to me is a launch title then, because it's so soon. Launch when it comes window
0: out. for me. Launch, launch
1: window. I, yes, launch window. I'll launch say.
0: window for me is launch day to like three months after. Yeah. So that's oh, fair. sometime in January. So if you're telling me there's a PS5 digital version, three ninety nine, Miles Morales, maybe a Dead Demon Souls remake. Both in would the you window go for that instead of the Xbox, absolutely. The Xbox One, the, oh, I just did. He did it again. The, yeah. <laughs> the Xbox Series, whatever.
1: Just say the it's Xbox Series at this point. Xbox Series, unless you're specifically talking about the Series X. Well,
0: in my case, it would be the Series X. For me too. Yeah. So the Series X probably is going to be the way to go for multi-platform games because there was the rumor of the PS5 being substantially weaker but i don't quite sure about apparently
1: the rumor is I don't quite, not totally true from what i've heard there is some truth to it but it's not i 100%. definitely
0: believe that it's weaker but i don't think it's going to be this substantially like oh my god this is like infinitely worse it's yeah. going to it's probably going to be like the PS4 Pro to the Xbox One probably. X the Xbox probably, One yeah. X is the best it is but if you have a ps4 pro it is fine because yeah. i've not played a game on the ps4 pro where it was substantially worse than the xbox one expert right um the only case where it was like definitively better um i could be wrong i think final fantasy 15 Cause Final Fantasy fifteen, I believe on the PS four had frame pacing problems. So the frame rate was jumpy, but your frames hit at inconsistent times. And on Xbox it was consistent, I think. Or maybe I haven't flipped. I don't fucking know. Um But yeah, I'm I'm interested in the PS five just because of like Sony's games. Well,
1: here's again another I have the exact article on yeah, my phone. Yeah, Here's another one from <laughs> Tom's Guide again reporting on this that there's another leak that says, well, rumor, I'll say. I don't even know if it's a true leak or not, but it's a rumor, saying that the PS5 will launch November 20th for 4.99 and the digital version will be 3.99.
0: Okay, so let's say those price points stick. If you're going PlayStation, do you just go digital?
1: For me, I, it depends. So, if you're someone like me who wants backwards compatibility, because I am the type of person who would not... I'm not emotionally attached to my PlayStation 4. I would trade it in. Same. If it meant that I would get an acceptable discount, I would sell it for a disc version of the PS5 since it's backwards compatible. Um, and even if I don't sell it, I would still want a disc version so I can play my PS4 games. Yeah.
0: Well, let me say, if I'm Sony, this is what I'm doing. I want as many people to go digital as possible because that's more money for you directly. Yeah. So you ha- announce PS5 is coming out this day, These two price points, or whatever. If I'm Sony, I have a huge PS4 downloadable game sale on PSN, and make as many of those games like, like Last of Us Two, Ghost of Tsushima. You know, their PS4 heavy hitters. Make them put them on sale on PS4. Because, for example, uh, I have Last of Us Two downloadable. Yeah. Uh, but I want Ghost of Tsushima. I was waiting to beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I finally beat, (laughs) so I can get Ghost of Tsushima and play and not feel guilty. Um, I'm Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Better example: the Final Fantasy VII remake. I bought physical. If they release it, download for like twenty bucks, like a limited
1: sale, like something crazy like that. I think that's. I think that's a good thing because I don't know about you, but this whole Ever since we've gotten into the discussion, really this year is when it's taken off, 2020, mm. of the next generation of consoles, to me it really hasn't felt much like a next generation. To me it's felt more like an extension of the previous in a lot of Are ways. Are you talking about like
0: the Pro and the One X or whatever? Or do you mean mm. like the, new, the actual new consoles? The new consoles. I don't think we're going to see or feel the next generation... Until we physically get them. Yeah. Because they're talking, I'm glad they're doing this. They're talking about quality of life changes. Exactly. Which is what the consoles desperately they The do. PS4 needed quality of life improvements since it came out. Yeah. Like, when they it did. came out, the UI was better than the PS3. But, like, listen, there's no reason for the. Both systems do it, including the Xbox One X. Anybody who says that dashboard doesn't lag is lying. The Xbox One X UI lags. There's no reason a UI will should lag. My Switch doesn't lag. Yeah. To because me, Nintendo is smart. There's no reason you yeah. should have
1: lag in the UI. I'm not saying this right now, at least. I think for when these consoles come out, to me, it just doesn't feel like we're at the next generation point yet. I'm yeah. thinking we won't feel that until this time next year. Because right now, even though they're all, we have all these exclusives, even for Xbox that we're looking at over the next year that we're supposed to be getting, all these exclusives... Fable, Demon Souls, Gran Turismo, whenever Forza decides to shit out their new title, and I'm a giant Forza fan, so please don't think that's anything bad. I love you, Forza. Gran Turismo but, for life. <laughs> but that's the whole even thing, though, though I like,
0: bought Forza I bought every Forza since five, I have five six I seven, love Forza. Horizon two three and four. Uh, I just. I'm sorry, Gran Turismo 5 <laughs> just hit me in the heartstrings. And I'm biased. Just hit anyway. me in the
1: heartstrings. Oh, I fucking love GT5. But that's the thing. That's what I'm saying, though. I don't think we're going to feel a real next generation until next year. I think for right now, you're going to see the Xbox One X slash PS4 Pro Plus. I think that's mm-hmm. what this is for the moment. You're basically... Go- it's basically going to be... Oh, hey. Here's the difference. The PS4
0: wasn't a quantum leap over the ps3 in terms of games when it came out yeah the playstation network was better the uh games looked a bit better the main difference was i guess the online services that was a pretty big leap but like ps3 games took a while to load so did ps4 games yeah so the difference the difference now is going to be hey here's spider-man Miles morales instead of waiting a minute for the game to load it's going to load in like maybe three seconds yeah. Which is great. That's awesome. I'm excited for the load times to be better. That's great. Um, but yeah, holiday 2021, when you see, like, I'm just going to guess and say Gran Turismo 7 is going to be holiday 2021.
1: Probably Halo too. realistically, at this point.
0: So, like, and I'm, I'm going to, I'll get back to Halo. But, like, I'm going to say GT7. The fact that Sony showed it at that event... I think they've learned their lesson because I got the PS3 um, when it was still $600. I bought my used right. for five. So I was – I bought it early on. Um, so I, I remember, I remember when they would announce – for example, when they announced Gran Turismo 5 in 2005. The game came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. It took them five years after Long announcing time. the game to come out. Um Sony was kind of guilty of doing that, and they're kind of, they've are kind. they kind of talked about that since, like, yeah, we don't really want to announce games too early anymore, because that's kind of like... It kind of shoots us in the foot. If we announce a game, then you have to wait, like, four years. So the fact right. that they show... And they show gameplay and the menu of GT7, so it. I don't think it's going to be that far away. I don't think it is either. I don't think any of these games are far and away. when we see those games come out Ratchet and Clank Gran Turismo Ratchet and Clank that's what uh, I was trying to
1: get before
0: Fable um oh my god what was the game from Outer Outer Wilds What, what was the game Rares doing Everwild I think so I'm not sure Rares doing a new game (laughs) and we don't know what it is but it looked really pretty and like when things like when those things come out that's when we're probably going to really notice like wow this does look better and the load time is ridiculously quick the thing with Halo I wanted to come back to it I like yeah okay we're looking up Rare right now Rare how I like my stakes that's not true I like Medium Well but Medium Well would be a really terrible company name medium well games oh yeah and wild wild. you're right and i forgot battletoads just came out and apparently it's not that great but
1: you know what here's the thing again (laughs) i think that highlights both the the boons of these consoles as well as the pitfalls of them that currently there isn't a lot coming out for them it's very much so going to be an investment in which platform if you're going to get one console if you have to pick one that is for the this generation you're really investing in next year and the year after at this point. You're not really investing in the short term. Really, I don't think that you're going to see a massive increase, in my opinion, for like six months after minimum. And here's the weird thing. In the amount of games that you would have that would be considered, quote-unquote, next generation.
0: We now have two fundamental shifts in approaches. Sony is doing the traditional, you're buying next-gen hardware. These are games you can only get on this new hardware. Right. We're not looking backwards. Mm-hmm. So the PS5, I think you're going to see next-gen stuff sooner. But you have to do this big investment. And that means at launch, you're going to be limited in what you can play other than PS4 games. With yes. the Xbox series, whatever the fuck. Um, you're not going to see, I, I believe, you're not going to see that much next-gen stuff day one. But you have Game Pass. So you can play everything So it's like, at least with the Xbox, you can play Fusion Frenzy, you can play 360 games, all your Xbox One games, and whatever series games come out, and all those old games will have improvements, and if game pass like me, you get to play them on day one. So like day one, you get way more stuff to do on the new Xbox. You do. But I don't know how much of that stuff's going to be new. Exactly. I think it's... I I don't know which approach I like better. Microsoft is more pro-consumer. But, PS the PlayStation Pro is more like I like that
1: from a technical. Here's standpoint. my thing: I, I don't think either company is doing a bad thing. I like Sega both Saturn of them. for life. Sega Saturn. Sega yeah. Saturn for life. Let Dual get- processors in ninety five. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'll get my N64 Hey You Pikachu version. Oh, I, I
0: wanted that with the fucking... Like, <laughs> I have it somewhere the, still. Wasn't it
1: like the Pikachu's foot was like the power switch or something? Like it that? was the power... I think so. And then oh, the like cheeks the... would light up when you oh, turn it on. God, that's so lame. I've got it, actually. I have it. I just need to find it. That's so lame on um, it. But, so, here's what I think. I think that both companies are doing good approaches. Sony, like you said, they're being more traditional. Microsoft is trying something new. Similar to what they did last generation, but I'll say that I think that in the end, in five years, I really think that we are going to see Microsoft's model here be the one that's victorious. I think that we're moving very quickly away from you have to have one console. That is your console for this generation, and you can play all the games that are exclusive for that, but you can't play exclusives from Xbox on Sony and vice versa. I think we're moving away from that. I think people are now getting tired of having to constantly buy new hardware. That's why you see a lot of Sony games going on PC now. We just had a massive dump of Sony games: Horizon, Horizon Death Stranding,
0: Death Stranding, um, the Quantic Dream games, Heavy Rain, yeah, Detroit, I think Detroit,
1: Beyond, Become Human. I think Beyond Two Souls is on PC. Yes, maybe? it is. Um, but I, I think that's going to be the future. I think I you're want going Detroit, to see. By them. the way,
0: I've never played Detroit. I never did either. But I downloaded the demo on the Epic Game Store. The demo is pretty sick. If you like Quantic
1: Dream games, you know, because they're their own kind of thing. (laughs) Not everyone's cup of tea. I think, I still think at the end of the day, in five years, we're going to look back and say that Microsoft had the, not necessarily correct approach. I think those are both good approaches. I just think that their model is going to be more sustainable because if, let's say Sony comes out in five or six years from now and says, oh, we're going to have a, another generation because we've already heard this generation of consoles might be short from what we've heard already. It's going to be a shorter generation. Um, probably. Yeah. So that I, I have to find my articles on that, my sources to cite, but I've been seeing that around a lot lately, I remember, that they're saying that's going to be a short generation. If Sony comes out in five years and says, hey, it's time for a new console, it's backwards compatible, but you cannot play new games on your old console, I think that's not going to go over anyone near as well as if, Microsoft were to come out and say hey new console backwards compatible and you can play your Xbox Series X times two games on your Xbox Series X
0: Yeah, and I think what's interesting about this generation is um Why did I just get sorry for totally uh, I got an email because on Amazon I bought a new screen protector for my phone on Amazon Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be coming today. And the company I bought the screen protector from just emailed me a guide how to install the screen protector. (laughs) And I'm like, wait a second. God, (laughs) don't you love Amazon? Why why are you emailing me? Anyway, what I find interesting was I love the PS3 in terms of the games it had, but Microsoft clearly had the better designed system to develop for. Yes. And focus on, you know, services and multiplayer Microsoft was smart. That made Sony realize. For the PS4, we can't. Well, I forgot to silent my phone. Haha. <laughs> we're professional, I swear. We're professionals. Um, we're not. We're not looking up reviews of flight Simu, uh, flight simulator on Steam. No, don't we're buy not. I
1: later today.
0: Game Pass. What? Game Pass.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do that eventually because, like I said, I'm gonna have. Fifteen
0: dollars a month, you get every game on Xbox One. But I Xbox. can't. But not on Steam though. No, but.
1: It's such a good deal. <sighs> I know it is a good Fine, deal. Fine, buy
0: this and then get Game Pass later so we can play games together.
1: When I get, because eventually I am going to get this generation. I am going to get at some point both the Xbox Series X and a PlayStation Five. I mean, so am I. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm going to do I'm that buying, this generation. I'm
0: excited for the PS Five just because of the games I'll be able to only play on that. But let's be real that that Xbox event, every single game they showed was on Game Pass, which means, like. The Xbox by default is my third party console of choice. Yes. Because it's more powerful than the PS5. And, like, that game, that, like, Balan Underworld game Mm -hmm. from, like, Yuji Naka, the guy who made Sonic. And I forgot the other guy's name. Yuji Naka and he had somebody else at Sega. The two of them were instrumental creating Sonic the Hedgehog. They're both working at Square making this new game. I want to play it. And it's going to be on Game Pass. So mm-hmm. it's like, by default, I'm going to play it on Xbox. Plus,
1: plus, if all of their games are going to be play anywhere now too, and it will let you transfer from PC to console, then you can hook up your Series X to a 4K TV, play, I don't fucking know, Cyberpunk on your TV, then say, oh, I'm going to go in my room now and play on my computer and, and just play there. Same that's and save the and everything. I've
0: had a little bit of taste of that with Final Fantasy 15. I started to play it on my PC. And it was cool. Then... I downloaded for the Xbox to play on the big TV with Katie so like she could watch me play. And then I de- yeah, I installed the game and it was like, Oh hey, you played this on the computer. Hold on, syncing data. And then I just my file was there with my weapons and everything. And I was there playing on the TV and that was you didn't have like
1: you didn't have to click anything. It just did it.
0: I and think that works. That's such a cool thing. I like
1: their idea of making this into an ecosystem, and it's not going to be something like an Apple ecosystem where you need all Apple products necessarily. <laughs> Apple or die. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be slightly different than that because, I mean, I'm in the Apple ecosystem, too. I've got a bunch of Apple shit. But I here's am my fighting
0: opinion. the urge every day to not buy a watch and a laptop.
1: Just do it. Just give in. No, because Just deal with it. it's, You'll go- be fine. it's
0: going to be September, and they're going to probably have new watches <laughs> next month.
1: Yeah, no, they're going to have new watches. So I'm waiting on the watch for that reason. (laughs) But the thing is, most computers out there are Windows. Yeah. The vast majority of computers you're seeing are Windows. Then you have Mac, and every now and then you'll find a Linux boy. So you're not going to really find someone who can't take advantage of this on their gaming computer
0: can we real quick can we make t-shirts without a logo on the back and the front it's just uh the penguin it just says linux boys linux boys like like b-o-i-z b-o-i yeah i have so many linux virtual machines at home it's
1: bad like tux with the cool like sunglasses just like (laughs) linux boys i'm a linux guy unfortunately as i say that on my windows computer i have a bunch of VMs. type here
0: to search what is pleb what is pleb Our, p- our
1: faces pop up. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Moving Sorry. on. Sorry. Moving on. We've been talking about this for a while now. The last thing I'm going to say, and then we're going to switch topics. Yes. Let's get our last word on console I love the status. PS- I
0: love the PS5, the PS3, because of the games they had that were exclusive. Because Microsoft came out, like all, gun- like, all guns blazing. Sony knew they fucked up. So their only ant was, make as many good games as we can. And it was cool. Uh... Xbox got full of themselves. PS4 came out all guns blazing. So Microsoft had to switch focus to, oh God, we screwed up. So they went full in on value. And that is a hell of a deal to get a console, Game Pass, and all that stuff. So it's gonna be interesting to see how Sony reacts. Right now, they're keeping the course. They're not changing anything. It's same as usual. So I'm curious to see two to three years from now if Sony's going to start switching more services and, like, Xbox. I I think Cause, maybe. Cause each I con- don't know if they would. Because it was a different podcast, the Kind of Funny Games podcast. They had a topic, is Sony being anti-consumer? And they basically concluded, no, they're not. They're basically just trying to give you the best reason to buy into PlayStation. Which I agree. Yeah. The thing is the reason microsoft is so pro consumer now is because sony sony forced them to yeah microsoft couldn't compete head to head with sony so they went total opposite pro consumer and it's working great for them
1: it is i don't think that they're anti can that they're anti consumer sony i think they're pro consumer i just think they're traditionalists
0: they're pro they're doing the best move they can for consumers to
1: get you on the PlayStation.
0: Yes. It's interesting. So I want to see a couple years from now if Sony changes.
1: That was my last mm. point. Let's, Anti-consumer would be them saying no, you can't share games. They you were, can't backwards compatibility is not a thing. They were
0: mad. mad. People were just mad because they announced Spider-Man. The character is not going to be in the Avengers game. Or At least not at day one. Yeah. It's going to be PlayStation exclusive. And everyone's like that's such an, like such a dick move. And I'm like. Are you really that surprised?
1: I'm not if, if, surprised. If I'm
0: Sony, where well, my one of my biggest PS4 games ever was Spider-Man. You're damn right I'm going to make him exclude. like that is a yeah. like that's a common sense thing. Cuz people go like I want to play the game but I really want Spider-Man. They're not being anti-consumer. They're do, they're making moves to get you to buy PlayStation, Microsoft's rebuttal, Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. everything's on Game Pass. That Counteracts everything, yeah. Especially like Destiny Two is on is going to be on Game Pass with all the DLC. That's nuts. For someone it like is. me who is not invested in Destiny, I'm probably going to play it on Xbox because everything's going to be there.
1: Yeah, and then you can go right over to your PC and continue. playing And then it.
0: assuming Destiny Two is going to be you on, you can the PC. take your
1: Xbox One S onto your other TV and then you can continue it there too. Yeah, I'm so very wanna... much so leaning towards going. Even with the games that we're seeing, they would have to come out for me within the launch window specifically demon souls miles morales those two give me demon souls and i will wait in the fucking midnight line And <laughs> those two are within I i'm not even gonna say launch window i'm gonna say launch day for me or at least nearby like early launch window um like by the end of the year by december 31st if they come out within that time frame of end of november to end of december i'll probably get a playstation otherwise i'm still at this point gonna go with the xbox
0: the xbox makes more sense just in terms at first. of first of at first just in terms of value it just makes the most sense the reason it's a little different for me is there's a lot of ps4 games i have not played due to reason basically it's a mental thing i associate the ps4 with my ex, right uh so the ps4 kind of makes me like uh, it's it's all completely mental it is not sony's fault I just can't help it. It's a mental thing in my
1: head. Get a PS5, and then that's a different console. It's a
0: whole new thing. That's not (laughs) a problem anymore. So, God of War, the first Spider-Man, Ghost of Tsushima, Dreams. There's a bunch of PS4 games I have yet to play, which I can play on the PS5. So, I will have new games to
1: play anyway. The only thing holding me back from any of this at this point with the Xbox aside is really the price because I think that like, six hundred is, is going to be a little bit
0: for you it's and me. but well, we both work. We're very lucky to be working consistently,
1: and we can do it. I can do but it. But there's yeah. a lot of people who won't be able to. Hence the 1S. Why I, oh, the Series S? God damn it, Microsoft! Why what?
0: did they do this? The Series S. Hence why that, that will be they, the mainstream console for most. Why couldn't they just do Xbox? Xbox Three? Oh, fucking the Three Sixty. That's why. I yeah. was going to say
1: it should have been Xbox. Xbox Two. Xbox three. This could be Xbox four and four plus. I think that our next update with this, if let's do another when we do another show in a few weeks, I'm thinking that we'll have a lot more updates with these consoles, I think that they're building up to something. Yeah, they're going I think we're to building have, up to something soon. It's
0: August 23rd. They're going to yeah. have to announce yeah. more stuff soon. You
1: know what it is? They it, it, we're have getting to the to. point now where price and release date needs to be with very soon. But the only reason we haven't got it yet is because they're playing chicken with each other. They're
0: playing chicken. I get it. But, like, bros, it is almost September. Yeah. At this point, we've already put money down on consoles and games. Yeah, We don't even know what's a launch game for any... We don't technically know Miles Morales is a day one launch game. We just know Holiday. It could be launch. I'm going to assume it is, but we don't technically know that.
1: Yeah, we don't. We, we don't know anything yet. We don't. We need to know, dudes. They need to let us know soon. We I want to give, getting some answers. I want
0: to give one of them my money.
1: I yeah. don't know who and how much. Because you know what it is? I think that they're... I think these prices, unfortunately, are pretty realistic. $399 digital PS5, $499 normal PS5, $599 for Series X. I think those prices are probably, unfortunately, realistic. And they know that especially for the regular PlayStation 5 and the Series X, it's going to be a little pricey. That's still, regardless of how much good shit is in them, regardless of how powerful the consoles are and how much value you get, that is expensive, especially now. Yeah. So I think, if you ask me, here's what I think is going on right now is my last word behind the scenes, mm-hmm. what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. They are waiting for Sony to announce the pricing on the PS5 and the PS5 discless, okay? They already know that the Series X is either going to be 500 or $600. bucks. they are waiting because they want to undercut them with the Series S. Series S is the uh, trump card. That is their trump card. Because when they come out and say, hey, 1440p at 60 and it will upscale to 4K on a 4K TV... 299 that's that's like massively undercutting sony then so they're waiting when
0: sony announces the digital version the 399 they're like the cheapest way to enter next gen and then xbox goes fake news with the series x and yeah. i had i said trump card and i immediately thought of donald trump and i had to throw in a trump joke fake i'm news. sorry i'm sorry we're moving on <laughs> all right let's speaking move on. speaking of expensive uh did you see the rumors of the Ampere cards? The pricing? Not re- oh, some. awesome. I saw about the 3090 and
1: R- I saw a 15 R- in front of the number so and I got upset. These are all rumors. Who knows? RTX 3060 399, 3070 599, <laughs> 3080
0: 799, 3090 1399. These are rumors. These are completely rumors and we that's, know these things can change that's pricey also they announced i believe that the nvidia founder edition cards are going to be using that weird 12 pin power adapter instead yeah. of the eight pin we're used to but third party cards can still use regular like eight pin stuff which is good so that means if you want to the like, day one you may theoretically have to spend like eight to six hundred dollars on like a good mid-range next-gen card and you may have to maybe upgrade your power
1: supply or maybe get I don't an adapter know. That's weird, maybe it's going
0: to come with an adapter I don't I know I got a feeling
1: it'll come with an adapter if it doesn't Hopefully. come with an adapter that would be stupid of them because then people aren't going to buy it cuz
0: we kind of talked about this in I think the last episode we did we're both PC gamers right I you I enjoy playing on PC and like I'm going to – now, we're recording this podcast at your house on your system, but I'm going to be doing any editing on my rig, and I do all my uploading on my uh, system, and all the video editing, I do all that on my computer. So, I built a high-end computer, so I am one GPU away from being, like, next-gen, but just, like, when I see these prices, I'm just like, god damn, they're
1: expensive. We're now, unfortunately, about to come into an area that – I would never wanted us to be in, in PC gaming, where unfortunately, we are now about to say that PC gaming is once again more expensive than console.
0: Like, in the long run, you save money on PCs by not having to pay for multiplayer
1: yeah. and getting games in cheaper. In the long run, yeah. But it's just... It's getting harder to say that now. It's
0: harder to say that. It's still true. It's harder to say it, though. And the problem is, even if you save money in the long run, if the upfront cost is just that expensive, it's just like, god damn. Yeah. Like, like, And the thing is, NVIDIA is going to be talking about ray tracing. So, really have to see, I guess, how expensive the consoles are. And then, like, the 3070 is probably the one I'd be interested in. But, like, that's 599 according to yeah. this rumor. So, it's like, how much better? I mean, I'm using a 1070. So, any of these cards are going to be better than my 1070. Right. So, anything's an improvement for me. But just, like, I want to upgrade. But it's just like, this is why I'm like, AMD, you're my only hope. Please. Yeah, well, we have to see. what What is it, Big Navi that we're waiting on? Uh, I've heard Big Navi. I've heard Navi 2. I've heard RDNA 2.
1: Another interesting thing. I can believe RDNA two because that's the same GPU series that's going to be in the new consoles. consoles. Yeah.
0: If I'm correct, AMD said that the first RDNA two product is going to be a desktop GPU. I think. Really. I thought I'm going to interesting actually a desktop GPU. I'm going to use my phone real quick. Because they've
1: been pushing really heavily lately into mobile haven't they yeah i thought they said desktop
0: gpu i could be wrong um blah blah blah, blah. i am trying to according to this rumor rdna2 is going to be 40 to 50 percent faster than the 2080 ti i hope so i don't know if that's true hopefully um of course now i don't think i can find that thing i was talking
1: about oh no this is bad this is interesting big it's from a few weeks ago this article but AMD's new it says that uh, the new GPUs the big Navi ones are supposed to have 12 gig and 16 gig memory buses memory uh, on them G, uh, DDR or is it going to be the HM whatever? GddR6
0: yeah honestly I think that that's gonna be fine we yeah. don't we don't need the high bandwidth memory.
1: Yeah, HBM didn't... It was great, but the reason it didn't go overall is because it was too much to make. It was too expensive, and it just killed the value on the card. I
0: think GDDR6 is more than enough.
1: Yeah, it is. And then 6X, you know, we'll have to. Okay. I may have slightly
0: remembered that wrong. Apparently, it's either going to launch just before... Big Navi is going to launch just before or around the same time as the consoles.
1: Okay, so yeah, they're going to come out all at the same Dubbed time.
0: as the NVIDIA killer. AMD's Big Navi will apparently be powered by AMD's new RDNA 2 architecture and will be the company's flagship graphics card. All I know is I just need it to be good enough at a decent price. Yeah, If they have a card that is as competitive with the 2080 Ti at a much better pr- like AMD's whole thing just be good enough and cheap enough because like if Nvidia is like oh you can get like 20 more frames in like flight simulator if you go with Ampere and AMD is like yeah we're not quite as fast but guess what you're not you're saving like $500 I'll like I'll lose the frames I want to save that $500 yeah exactly so it, I'm really AMD really needs to come out swinging. It worked miracles with Intel.
1: It did it because AMD
0: finally lit a fire under their ass, and now Intel's struggling. They're now. going to f- they're going to write the ship eventually, but right now Intel is struggling. Yeah,
1: I have. I'm not. I'm not. Intel's not dead. Anybody
0: Please. who's saying they're dead or they're going to die, it, yeah,
1: no. Intel just, will be just fine in the long run. If, they are still massive in pretty much enterprise space intel is still the standard touchable yes they're still (laughs) fantastic in the enterprise space which is where they make a boatload of money
0: and apparently their new gpus are apparently gonna be nuts they're good
1: i've heard that so intel will bounce back and their cpus eventually will get there and i have no doubt when they eventually do finally manage to hit 10 nanometer i i have no doubt they're gonna be fantastic cpus but for the time being it's (sighs) amd is killing it on the cpu phones and
0: I just want AMD to be, to do, I mean, if they could do the same exact thing and whoop NVIDIA, that would be great. I don't know if they will. I just want them to make NVIDIA sweat a little bit. Yeah. Because if they're competitive with NVIDIA in terms of performance, but, like, cheaper then I'm going I'm
1: going AMD. Yeah. Because that's kind of what off in the foot. They made good cards with like the Radeon 7. If you could have, let's say, something similar to a 3070 when that comes out.
0: Let's say the 3070
1: was 600, like that rumor yeah, said. Yeah, 600 bucks. And the
0: AMD equivalent was 100 bucks less or 150 About bucks within
1: less. 15% performance. Maybe not even, maybe 10% performance.
0: I'll, I'll take that hit, I'll overclock it a touch,
1: and I'll save yeah. that money.
0: Yeah. That's all they need to do because they they've released competitive, not including like not talking about like the twenty eighty ti, because that's its own thing. But like the Radeon seven was good. It was a good performing yeah, card. And I've heard it Was, was really it like good. the fifty eight? Was it the fifty eight hundred x? The fifty eight, yeah. They they were good cards. It was just they weren't like in terms of pricing. They were basically, like, not. I don't remember the pricing exactly they were like the same price as NVIDIA, maybe a little bit cheaper, but like it wasn't that much cheaper. I haven't really found a good reason to recommend an AMD card over NVIDIA.
1: At this point, the GPU market hasn't been, in my opinion, has not been great the past couple of years because you had RTX... For a pretty substantial price increase for, in my opinion, not really a substantial performance increase. You know, and this
0: this is the interesting thing, actually bringing up the consoles again. As much as we hate to admit it, the consoles are kind of what start new things. Yes. It's like standards. So, NVIDIA is like, we're going to have ray tracing and DLSS. Both awesome features. Some companies have been using, you know, ray tracing and DLSS. Like control, control has been doing miracles with DLSS. Yeah. Um, both the new consoles are going to have ray tracing, and allegedly both consoles are going to have their own equivalent to DLSS. Yeah. Which is mind blowing. Yeah. If the PS5, it is. if the PS5 is going to have its own equivalent to uh, DLSS, and it's anything as good as DLSS 2.0, you're going to see some miracle work on the consoles. Oh yeah. But that's the thing. We need those consoles to come out with those features. Then all yeah. of a sudden RTX makes a lot more sense.
1: And you need enough people to buy them too. Yeah.
0: So let's like the consoles need to come out and make those features. They need to no longer be features. Ray tracing and that stuff needs to be the standard. Once they're the standard, then RTX makes more sense. But right now to spend all this money on an RTX card when like a couple handful of games support it. Like, the biggest ray tracing game I could think of, like, what, Minecraft?
1: Yeah. Minecraft probably would be the biggest And one. I'm not That's knocking like the it. the tech demo. I'm not knocking it, it
0: because, like, when Battlefield Five was, like, we have ray tracing, you could see explosions in the puddles. Yeah. Cool, but I don't want to lose my, like, 30 to 40 frames. When Minecraft, when you see the ray tracing in that, I'm like, whoa. Like, you saw the demo videos, right? Yeah. That is, like, whoa. Like, I understand. Yeah. It, it's good it minecraft looks good. makes me understand why ray tracing is a big deal i get it but like i don't i'm not willing to spend 1300 dollars on a gpu that focus on ray tracing if it's not going to be like a standard in every game
1: and that's also an, a, a substantial upgrade over what you have now it, too. Needs to, it
0: needs to be substantially better than the 2080
1: ti yeah i'm i'm willing to upgrade my g my 1070 ti finally i'm I want to with the three thousand. I don't even have the
0: Ti. I just have the regular ten seventy.
1: I would have gotten a ten seventy if I could find one. I bought my Ti during like the height of the um the, of the Bitcoin the crypto sh- yeah the cri- the crypto mining um during that uh, holiday season and the ten seventy and the ten seventy Ti were pretty much the exact same All price. All I know
0: is I'm keeping my eyes peeled on the EVGA B stock. The EVGA B stock, yeah. You, I I sent you that right? No, I don't think so. So it's just a thing where it's just full of, like, B-stock, like,
1: cards that got sent to them for is whatever reason. Is it the reason. card? It's, is it the chip itself that's the problem? Or is it the, like... Don't
0: necessarily know what the problem was. Is it the
1: PCB? Is it the cooler? Don't necessarily know.
0: But the thing that's is, they, scary, fix they, fix oh, they fix it.
1: They fix it. Oh, they fix it? They fix it. For example, you can get...
0: Now, granted, it's the blower design cooler. Yeah. What that's worth. But still, 2080 Ti, 929 bucks. Oh when, wow. When it's usually like what 1200? Yeah. 12 to 13. So yeah, there That's was still a good price. There but... was You know what I would do at that point? Fucking take off the take out the shroud
1: and just put like a put, cool. put on fucking Noctua's and zip ties. Some <laughs> Noctua's or just put a liquid block on and get like an NZXT I mean, Kraken you, or something. I mean, you could EVGA sells for like water yeah, they cooling sell brackets. Well, yeah. even
0: if you don't want to, I have that. I have my 1070. I have two Corsair corsair case fans the magnetic the ml fans yeah. i have two I of them some of those with actually. tie wraps wrapped around my <laughs> gpu it it is so quiet and it never goes above 60 degrees max it is quieter than my xbox one x and it is cooler because i'm using giant ass case fans yeah it is really ghetto it's ghetto but it works so like i'm gonna keep my eyes peeled just in case the 3000 line comes out. Maybe they will be really expensive. But maybe there will be a B-Stock 2080 Ti
1: that gets discounted. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Another thing that I think in a few weeks we'll have a lot more to talk about again. Oh, yeah. i got a strong feeling. So, one more thing that we can talk about. Jackie, one more thing. Is that... Oh, gosh. You just brought up memories of that show. Mm-hmm. This whole debacle with... What, who would win? One possible spy for China versus one fruit boy.
0: So basically, what this is? Uh, is right, Apple, Apple, and Epic. So basically, it's I'm going like, Look how big my dick is. I was like a big mind dick. Cause I have to go check this fucking shit out.
1: You want to summarize this? Sorry for the for those terrible f- image
0: of the terrible. image. I just gave everybody an image of Tim Cook and Sweeney going like, yeah,
1: check this shit. <laughs> right. We have we have bad explanations. You want to summarize what's been going on with Apple and Epic for the people who don't know?
0: Yeah, so um, Epi- uh, since the App Store came out in, I think, 2008, 2009, Apple has taken a 30% cut of like profits from apps to help maintain the App Store and whatnot. And that's just been a thing. There really wasn't an App Store like there is now. So Apple said, hey, these are the rules. Uh, this is how it goes. People just kind of went with it. Now it's 2020 and, you know, Google has stuff. Uh, third-party app stores. Like Samsung has their own app store that's separate from Google Play and blah, blah, blah. Basically, Epic, has have, Epic Games has had issues with this, I think, for a couple of years now. And they basically said, we're going to sell you Fortnite V-Bucks directly to the customer. If you don't want to go through Apple... You can just pay us directly, and you save like it was like twelve to fifteen percent of it. You save like two or three bucks, yeah, uh, something small. I don't know what you're thinking. What's the big deal? Well, Apple and Google have a rule: if you're gonna have an app on our app store, you have to use these APIs, and uh, we take a thirty percent cut. No, uh, basically that's the deal. So Epic basically non negotiable. Non negotiable. Epic basically said, "Screw you! We're gonna do it anyway." So Apple pulled down Fortnite, the biggest, most popular game in the world right now. Apple pulled it down, and then a little bit after that, Google said, "Oh, we're going to do it too, <laughs> um, Immediately, Epic sent out their like legal papers and the 1980 Fortnite social media video. So they had they planned all this. They knew that what was going to happen. They planned it. And then Apple uh, let me look up the exact thing. Because I don't want to say the wrong deal. But basically, Apple is swinging back saying, Oh, um, yeah, so you think you have a big dick. Check this shit out. <laughs> um, so I want to... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to find this one article to get to. Uh, Epic apparently is hosting a tournament, I guess, later later today. It's a tournament in Fortnite. And if you win, you win (laughs) anti-apple things. Oh, my God. The Fruit Boy is going to go after them so hard. Okay, okay. The $2 trillion Fruit Boys. If you join this tournament, you have an opportunity to win an in-game skin of the evil-looking apple. Featured in the 1980 Fortnite video, a free Fortnite hat. You even win non-IOS hardware, including an Alienware laptop, a Galaxy Tab, S7, a OnePlus 8, a PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, or Switch. They're all in on this anti-Apple thing. I did not know about this until now.
1: The whole thing with this is that when Epic made this announcement and when they told Apple we are going to be putting this on our store... Um we're going to allow this in-app purchase and there's nothing you can do about it. You're going to have to ban us. They already had the paperwork drawn up for a lawsuit against them. Yep. They knew they were going to do this. They this wasn't just they were trying to do it. Apple reacted and then they said screw you, we're going to sue you. They knew that Apple was going to react this way and that this would spark a lawsuit.
0: I understand from one from perspective where Apple's coming from. They explained uh they explained it this way. Uh, let me find the exact thing. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Developers who deceive Apple such epic, such as Epic is done here, they will be terminated. If developers avoid the digital checkout, it is the same as if a customer leaves an Apple retail store without paying for the shoplifted product. Apple doesn't get paid. I, I get where Apple's coming from, but the 30% thing I'm... Listen, you you can drop that now. Yeah. It, it was kind of like when Xbox Live came out in 2002, the friends list had a cap of 100 people. There is nothing like Xbox Live. So that's just, it is what it is. Yeah, Steam copied it. PlayStation co- Everybody copied it because that was the standard. Then Microsoft said, there really is no reason to have this stupid limit. Let's just change right. it. I feel like that's the, the same deal. All Apple needs to do is to say... Okay, let's just drop it a little bit because they're hurting small developers. Like
1: they are. Like
0: uh, I was gonna say Linus, but it's not really Linus. It's fl- It's float- Luke, right? Floatplane, Luke mm. from formerly of Linus Media Group. Uh, floatplane, which I'm sure you know if you follow Linus Media Group, it's their own video program. Where well, it's like you subscribe, you pay a month to watch right. select people. It's not YouTube where anybody's on it. Select creators are on it. So Floatplane, to my knowledge, doesn't have an iOS app because Apple is basically forcing them to use, I guess, Apple Pay. Yeah, pretty much. And they're taking that 30%. But Floatplane has really tight margins. So they're like, if we do it by the books the way Apple wants, we will lose money. And I cannot afford to lose money on this project. So they've been bastardizing the iOS app. Making it that, like, you can't do any payments, you can't do any account things on the app. You have to do it on the website. But the app can't mention any of it. If it mentions it... Oh, so you can't even mention... You can't mention, hey, go to... I'm just going to make up the website. Go to floatplane.com to manage account details. You can't even mention it. Apple will... That's that's Apple's a gonna a scummy take it business down. practice. So what Floatplane did was they just didn't even mention it. They just have this app... That when you try to do something and you can't, it just says, sorry, you can't. But there's no information on purpose. They purposely screwed up the app to bypass Apple and it's still getting taken down. That is
1: anti-consumer and anti-business. That is
0: anti-consumer. And exactly. That's a very high commission that they're charging. Epic is doing perfectly fine on money. They have have enough money to pay developers for exclusive games for the game store. Epic is fine. Um, It's all the small guys who have been screwed that... Apple just would not never need to listen. Like, why would Apple need to listen to Float They don't need to. But Epic is the one that's causing a stink, and it's good for all the small guys. I don't really like Epic's approach of, like, hey, a lot of kids play Fortnite, so let's use this game and try to talk to kids. Like, I don't know if they're trying to, like, weaponize children to get them to, like, fight against Apple. I, I'm kind of like, listen... You just have people who work all day who just want to play the game. Don't make them pawns in your battle against Apple. Because, like, whether it's little kids or it's just someone like me, granted, I don't like Fortnite. But, like, because you remember the time we tried to play with our friend Rich? Yeah. And I felt like the old man. Well, I'm just like, okay, I think I know the controls. Hey, there's a guy. I click the mouse button to shoot and immediately fucking wooden towers start building. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, What? what's happening I, so Fortnite's not my cup of tea but like let's say we decide to play it i just want to play i don't care about your like agenda against apple i like the fight go fight the fight but like don't make me a weapon in it i don't necessarily know if they're doing yeah. it but
1: that's how it looks from my perspective it, but, it's it's definitely to drum up more support for their cause which here's the thing at the end of the day i think it's i think they kind of should probably be doing that i think that yeah, it, I can't really say that from my perspective it's hard for me to say Apple is a monopoly because if you don't like Apple's practices they could just go to Google then but the problem is Google does the same thing except with Google you could sideload apps much easier than you would be able to on an iPhone that's the thing with an iPhone you're not going to sideload a new app store in or apps at all so you can't publish an application that someone can then download from a browser on your iPhone really so
0: real quick the story keeps changing. What? As of three hours ago, Phil Spencer chimed in. Phil Spencer of all people. So what does he, Philly have to say? So he has a hat in the ring because the um, X Cloud app. Did you hear about this? So you know, you know, xCloud Cloud. X right?
1: Cloud is their game stream, right?
0: Yeah. So X Cloud got denied on iOS. Really? If I remember correctly, Apple's BS excuse was. We won't be able to rate each individual game on the service. Therefore, we're not allowing it. And And Microsoft's valid argument was, but you let Netflix and Voodoo and all these things and you don't rate those movies. You only care about this because this is a gaming thing. So Microsoft yeah. so Microsoft flat out said, we want Xcode on iOS. We want you to play it on Apple. We don't know how. We're not giving up, but we don't know how. So before I get to this new update from Spencer... Apple basically said, well, if you're not going to change these shenanigans, Epic, we're just going to block Unreal Engine from iOS. (sighs) And that will affect any developer who uses an Apple device and Unreal, which is a lot of fucking people.
1: Doing that, they're trying to either drum up support for their cause to say, fuck you, Epic.
0: They're not fighting Epic. They're trying to rip – this is Apple going way
1: over the top. is. is. They're going to block the entire Unreal Engine.
0: Epic's being kind of petty – by having legal papers waiting and like social media stuff waiting yeah, it is kind of they're being petty uh, apple like basically saying we're destroy a whole fucking business yeah if you want it that's just like that's a whole different level
1: it's not even just that it's like saying hey we're gonna cripple not only your business on mobile but we're gonna take down a bunch of other developers so just so we can see you burn
0: phil spencer said today this is as of two hours ago on his twitter Today, we filed a statement in support of Epic's request to keep access to the Apple SDK for its Unreal Engine. We want uh, ensuring that Epic has access to the latest Apple technology is the right thing for game developers and gamers. So, Microsoft is siding with Epic on this.
1: Unbelievable. So,
0: I'm not saying this is going to happen, but there is. And look, I'm going to – you can't see it. I I was going to say, that that's legal papers.
1: Yeah, it is. So
0: like I'm reading it. Epic Games versus Apple. You could see these papers. Microsoft uh I'm the general ima- let's see, I'm gonna cough. <coughs> that's the corona. Uh <laughs> no, that's because I had to sandwich onions. I'm tasting the onions. Hi, Kevin Gamil Gamil. Declare as follows: I am the general manager, gaming developer experiences for Microsoft. In this role, I oversee Microsoft support of game creators, including developers, audio engineers, level designers, game producers, etc. That's just et him.
1: It looks like talking about himself. Blah blah blah. Yeah bit. yeah
0: yeah. Epic Games Unreal Engine is critical technology for numerous game developers, including Microsoft.
1: Game engines. Blah 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 blah. Um. As a result, Epic's Unreal Engine is one of the most popular third-party game engines available to game creators, and in Microsoft's view, there are very few options available for creators to license with as many features and as much functionality as Unreal Engine across multiple platforms including iOS. Yeah, that's now this is heating up. Now that Microsoft is saying, "Hey, you you're you're, you're kind of fucking over so, a lot of people." So, now, I'm going to
0: name a, I'm going to name drop a couple games that use the Unreal Engine now, on iOS or and- on in general, now keep in mind. So, if you're a developer that uses the Unreal Engine and you develop using a Mac,
1: this affects you, right? Oh, so, so not just for mobile. This, cause this is from their entire. This is, this is Apple. So they will ban the Unreal Engine SDK if, on every device. If I read this correctly, that that's what they're threatening. That now threading. is a problem. I have a major issue with Absolutely. that now. Absolutely. So I'm going to name... There's a big difference between banning games that use it on your app store and banning people from installing it on because, their computer. Yeah, that that is actually... That would literally destroy Epic Games. Yeah,
0: that, that's... So, like, I they like, deserve like... deserve to lose this one I Apple like now. The iPhone. Now they deserve to lose. I like the iPhone. I like the iPad. I want the watch. I like the products, but st- stuff like... Shit like this, I'm just like, come on! But yeah, here's a, here's a list of some games that use the Unreal Engine. So, obviously Fortnite, Dragon Ball Fighter uh, Z, Bioshock games, Days Gone. Bloodstained, Borderlands 2, Unreal Tournament, Gears of War, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Dishonored, Darksiders, Batman
1: games, Crackdown 3, Ace Combat 7. So a tremendous amount of good games that have come out over the last few years. A lot
0: of games. I'm going to open this up. Oh, by the way, when Epic showed the Unreal Engine 5 demo running on a PS5, (laughs) that's very possible that that was being done on designed on an apple computer oh very senior saga hellblade 2 is using unreal 5 uh unreal engine 4 let's see what other games uh i'm sp- specifically looking for big games to Ithic hit the head. point arc survival um all the batman games <laughs> a ton uh, of games blade and soul i said bloodstained call of cthulhu chivalry 2 code vein Crackdown Three, Crash Bandicoot Four, which looks amazing by the way, Damon X Machina, you know that Switch game.
1: Yeah. Dead by Daylight. Epic Games has had a lot of controversy over the last few years, but I can't do any. I can't. I can't not defend them in this case. I
0: love their products for the most part. Yeah. Oh, Ghostwire Tokyo, the game that's not even out yet. Really? That's, That's using. That was going to be a PS5. That's on
1: Unreal. Ghostwire Tokyo is going to be a PS5 exclusive this year. So now you're basically saying that Sony might even get involved to some extent with they this. They might. I mean, because
0: that was going to be one of Sony's things. It was Ghostwire Tokyo. I think was
1: announced to be a and Deathloop. That that scares me a lot because you're telling me that it's not just. I didn't know that. That it's not just them saying
0: Kingdom Hearts Three. Of course. <laughs> Life
1: is strange.
0: Um, Mech Warrior Five. There's a lot. There's I, know, a I, know. I just keep going just because, like, I want to emphasize, you know, Octopath Traveler and like games of old- Psychonauts too,
1: and just like the part that I- this not- affects the whole industry. Yeah, the part that scares me isn't so much that they're not going to allow it on the App Store because that's <laughs> an, that's a little bit separate in my opinion from them saying we are not going to allow the Unreal Engine SDK on any Apple product no matter what it is that is now an issue now you're that's anti-consumer you are now saying we are not going to allow you to do what you will with your valid purchase product that is now your property
0: i like i'm i'm just trying to find this out just in case just to make sure i don't want to make sure i'm getting this wrong but okay this is from the verge Right? Is it The Verge? Yes, The Verge. Apple is threatening an entire ecosystem of game developers in response to the Fortnite lawsuit. The motion centers on iOS support for the Unreal Engine, which Apple is threatened to revoke as part of Epic's broader loss of developer privileges. Epic has asked the court to restrain Apple from revoking that access while the case is ongoing. Apple responded to that request on Friday, emphasizing that it was reinforcing previously stated policies but not denying that iOS support was at risk. Okay, so it is saying iOS. Um, Epic is removing support. Epic says removing support would be punitive, affecting developers who have built games on Epic's engine, but have direct, but have no direct interest in the case. The file came alongside a new declaration from Microsoft in support of Epic's motion. Emphasizing how disastrous it would be to revoke Epic's access to developer tools. Any developer using the engine would be unable to patch security flaws or fix bugs once access was revoked. Effectively halting support for a wide range of games including Microsoft's Forza. Oof. Denying Epic access to Apple's SDKs and other development tools will prevent, will prevent Epic from supporting Unreal Engine on iOS and Mac OS.
1: That is now an issue. That is a substance. Because you're not even saying we're not going to allow your engine to be used on the App Store, which in and of itself is a big problem. You're saying, we don't want you anywhere near our products. Even I, if you purchase a Mac computer, we don't want you to install that. That's that's scary to That, me. that is scary. Especially right, like
0: when you have... Especially when Epic announced that like Unreal Engine 5, I think they said, is free to use until your game makes a million dollars. I think so, yeah. Then at that point you pay. But it's like... That's such a good move on Epic's part because they want you to use their stuff. Yeah. Your game becomes they do. a success. If you make a million dollars, you can put you can then afford to buy that license. That's the yeah. way of thinking. That's a really cool A lot of people hate Epic because of their game launcher, but like they're doing such cool things like that. There's like
1: uh, the two, yeah, they hate it because of that, and they have issues with the whole data collection thing, which sure. that concerns me too. Yeah, it does. But yeah. I'm, I'm still not gonna just not. I'm not gonna not defend them in this. They I aren't mean, wrong. necessarily. they're being petty, but they're not being petty about something that isn't important. That is a even when you boil this down to the original <laughs> issue, that is a massive cut that Apple wants. Epic was being petty. But
0: now with Apple's response of just oh we'll just destroy your whole business. Yeah. Now I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. This is insane.
1: Yeah, it goes beyond now the is it Trauma. okay to have it Apple, I think they're going too far with it. I think that it should have been left at is it okay to charge that much in commission for selling products on that that come from the app store. Or is it not? They go they went beyond that. They're oh. now talking about destroying not only their <laughs> business, but probably a lot of other businesses being around. Imagine if affected. you're
0: a if you're a small indie team that wants to make a game using Unreal Engine five because it's free to use. Yeah. Until you hit like a certain amount of profit, and now you just can't because it got banned from Apple
1: products. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy, I'm And fucked. your team just bought fifty not 15, 50 new MacBooks for your team. And oh now boy. they have to find a way to sell. You know, Apple's
0: Apple's response will be well you could just create games using metal.
1: Yeah, of course. (laughs) This is this is a bad thing now on Apple's part. They went from being both of them being a little bit petty about this to now being just ridiculous. I'm kinda
0: laughing because on one hand I'm just like free content. And here's a good
1: example I'm seeing here by the way when it comes to the commission. Yeah. Thirty percent that they take for charges in app, okay? PayPal, for example, takes about three percent. Yeah. That is, you gotta be kidding me, Apple. That is a massive amount of profit. Do you realize how many more people you would get that put their products on their app, that sell digital products on their apps that come from the app store Uh, if you
0: lowered the commission? Luke from Floatplane basically said, he's like, listen, I don't want your credit card information. Floatplane does not want anyone's credit card. We use third party vendors to deal with this. The one we use, I forget exactly what the numbers were. But it was, like, a 1% to 3% cut and, like, a 30 like a thirty cent flat charge. He's like, that's it. That is enough for them to do what they need to do to keep their systems going. He's like, 30% flat? A flat rate of 30%? He's like, if you're a company like Epic, that sucks because you're losing out on money, but you can afford yeah. it. If you're small
1: guys like us, that ruins you. I'm, I'm trying to avoid... I'm trying to avoid using the word monopoly when it comes to the App Store because here's the problem. In a way, it's a monopoly on Apple products because you can't just easily put on a new App Store unless you're jailbreaking your iPhone and or your the, iPad. And but. the problem
0: is like you know what you know what Apple's going to say? Apple's going to say, "Oh, we don't like this. Just make stuff for Android." The problem yeah, is that's look, the problem. Look, how many people are going to like I buy I I have an iPhone and I'm in the Apple system now. Like I'm all in on it. Like I do use Apple Pay like you know so i'm in it i'm not going to switch to an android phone for fortnite yeah i'm just not going to. which is
1: yeah which that, is why it's hard for me to say that it's not they're not a monopoly it's not but a it monopo- is it isn't but it they're monopolizing it but it's not it's weird it's a hard because you it's a monopoly in the sense that you can't just say okay well then i'm not going to put like, this on the app store i'm going to put it on the the like, the pseudo app like store like by
0: law technically by the book it's not a monopoly it's because not anybody can make a smartphone including android and, android, yeah. and android's a big success but when yeah, it comes exactly. to exactly but android lets you sideload stuff so you can download the what's it the, not the sdk the ipk whatever yeah. it is for android you can sideload it onto your galaxy 20 and you're set right you can't do it on iphone you don't have another app store on the iphone unless you jailbreak
1: it i guess and then at that point is it really still an iphone yeah or is it something totally for the different? iphone
0: for the traditional iPhone? <clears throat> it basically, it's not a monopoly by the books, but like it's a monopoly. It is in a way.
1: In a way, it is, and that's the problem here because I think it's not something oh, you're God. going to be able to very easily legally try. I think, um, I don't know. It, it's anti-consumer and it's anti-business in a lot of ways. I'm just not sure where they're going to go legally from here because at the end of the day, it is Apple's product, unfortunately. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you mean. I can want do. Epic to win this one to be honest the though. The fact that
0: this affects cause at first first I thought this whole thing was funny because I'm like ah, look at these two look at these big two companies stroking their yeah. dicks at each other and now it's like okay, okay, okay. This is I'm laughing because it's outrageous it's yeah. happening, but it's actually I suppose you could say it's unreal. It's unreal. Uh-huh. Yeah, because now
1: they're basically threatening to like cripple entire sections that's of the industry.
0: Un- that's a that's an epic game pun. Have I ever heard one son?
1: Yeah, they're I think they're both playing with fire here. I think they need to come to the table at this the point. The problem
0: is if the fire doesn't get put out, it's going to spread to the whole fucking forest. And it's yeah.
1: going down.
0: And they, I'm not laughing cuz it's funny. I'm laughing because it's like it's so outrageous. You know I, don't, thing, I don't I don't know how to react other than Apple, laughing. you
1: just reached 2 trillion dollars. You're I think you are now the biggest company they in history. They have more money than countries. They do. You're they good. literally have a noticeable fraction of the United States GDP. You guys have done great. Now, open up the App Store a little more. Reduce that commission. Cut it in half. Cut it in half. Cut it to 15%. And don't have any favorites either at this point. Because we know you have favorites too. We know you're letting Amazon and other companies like that slip through the That's cracks. That's the other thing.
0: Uh, so, uh, by the way, Apple's uh, GDP is $2 trillion. That yeah. is more than Italy, Brazil, Canada, Russia, and South Korea.
1: Yeah, they're literally a country at this point Man. which i'm not saying is a bad thing good for you apple you've done very good hey dave
0: and someone like me who was critical of their computers a couple years ago and now every day i'm like do i buy the 16 inch pro macbook pro do i just wait for the mm-hmm. new ones with apples like like i'm like the apple watch is dumb why would i want it i have an android phone i don't want an iphone why would i want a macbook they're not worth it and now i'm like fuck i want this macbook uh, <laughs> I have my 10 R and I love it. I'm waiting for the new watch.
1: Yeah. So like Apple's making great products I want, but you do stuff like this and it drives me nuts. Yeah. It. You can't do that anymore. We're at the point now where you got to stop this. We're not in 2008 with the dawn of apps and smartphones. You guys need to lower that commission. You need to start treating developers more equally and giving them a little bit of a chance to thrive because right now you're damaging them. You really are. And yeah, it. it You got to lower that commission. You got to lower that a bit. Thirty percent is a little bit ridiculous. I mean, fifteen is still high, but at least that's better. Yeah, fifteen is still high, but it's definitely an improvement. I mean, I'm not a
0: developer, so I don't know. But like ten percent sounds like that'd be a hell of a lot better.
1: Yeah, I mean, think of it like this: if you make, if you have an in-app purchase for ten dollars, they immediately, right off the bat, are taking three bucks of that. So now you got seven dollars. And then what's that going to go towards? How much of that is going to actually go to profit for the company? And
0: that's actually one of the other um, things float playing. They're my example because they talked about it on the WAN show a couple times. They were like, they were like, we could fix the problem. Luke basically said, we can fix all this and we can be on the App Store today with Apple Pay and all that. But I would have to raise prices for people on iOS. And he's like, and yeah. I don't want to do that. He's like, so either way, the experience is worse for Apple, support, Apple users because they're going to have a worse experience. They're just not going to have it or they're going to have to pay more for us to maintain our margins. And again, Flowplane's
1: a small thing. They're not trying to be rich. They're just trying to make enough money to keep the platform going. Yeah. Uh, they They need to stop that. <laughs> yeah. They're taking too much of the money away and it's not all massive developers like Epic that are on there also. You got a lot of small developers too. What do you tell them?
0: Yeah, that's why as much as I'm just like... I usually don't care if two big
1: companies fight to the death. Because usually we win from it, the consumer.
0: Yeah, this actually has real important, like, this is actually really important. So, like, I hate to side with one big company because I'm, like, the both big companies. But, like, Epic needs this fight. Like, I'm with Epic on this now.
1: And don't get me wrong. Epic was being petty. Let's Let's not beat around. Epic was being petty with it. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were being wise guys. Yeah, they were being wise guys about it. Not saying they were wrong to be wise guys. They're right that that isn't right. Apple shouldn't be doing that. But they were being petty about it. But Apple, don't stoop down to Epic's level when it comes to that. Be bigger here. Come to the table. Stop saying you're going to ban shit off of all of your platforms. Stop it. Come to the table and try and work something out that will help all developers. Just lower that commission rate. Do
0: you remember like 10 years ago or 9 years ago when steve jobs said ipad's not gonna have flash because we don't think it's worth it in this product and that was it and then adobe kept flinging mud at them so steve jobs put out that letter titled like i think it was like a letter about flash i think so i remember something he basically just said listen flash has battery issues security problems causes things to hang we told adobe give us a good version of flash running on mobile we'll be glad to put it in ios they didn't so we didn't put it in ios yeah we use html5 that's it that's all we did we're not trying to have a war with adobe we like adobe it's just for this product flash wasn't going to work and that was it and now with tim cook (laughs) <laughs> they're literally like, they're like, I'm going to cut your jugular and squeeze the neck so the yeah. blood gushes out even faster. And it's like,
1: wow. And then we're going to go to your family and all of their families and friends and kill them too.
0: You know, you know that nice little, uh, gr- that a hole in the ground you dug for your grave? We built it with acid. So once we- the casket goes to the acid, nobody will see you again. And then we're going to push everybody into that vat of acid, cover with cement, and then everybody you know and love is dead. Wow.
1: I'm surprised that they're actually doing that. Uh,
0: That felt good to get that out of my system.
1: (laughs) I'm not even angry. That just felt good. I'm very upset with Apple. I'm I'm very disappointed that they are doing that, honestly.
0: Especially when they started doing all these... they, They started doing these other things I really liked, like changing the design of their computers so they run better, and I like Apple Pay, how secure it is, and now if you have the Apple card you get monthly installments on Apple things. I'm like, this is all good. You're doing good stuff, and iCloud is great. And, like, Apple Arcade is
1: actually a pretty good deal overall. And, like, cool stuff. This this just reminded me. This is happening at a good time for Epic in this case because we are now seeing a lot more scrutiny of tech companies by the U.S. government where this lawsuit was filed. So I think that we're probably going to see Apple take a hit from this. I don't think they're going to win it. I think that eventually something's going to happen i think that some government official is going to get involved that's going to spark congress and that at some point a judge is going to go to apple and say you're not a monopoly but your behavior is monopolistic
0: i mean right now the media is basically just doing quick like searches online the media the way they're spinning all of it they're correct they're basically saying like at war with apple and like apple under attack and like Everybody's basically pinning how Apple is kind of, like, in the wrong here, at least from what I'm reading, which, again, that's good.
1: That, like, I do like Apple. It's just I, – I want them to do things like this. This makes no sense, the statement I'm reading from Tim Cook talking about how they started with 500 apps and now there's 1.7 million and only 60 of them are Apple software. And he's saying if Apple's the gatekeeper, then they should have opened the gate wider. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. You're trying to say that... So what? 60 of yours are Apple's software. 60 of the apps on the App Store are Apple's software. We, what does that have anything to do with Apple being the gatekeeper exactly? He's
0: basically saying that if we were the gate... He was basically saying... Like, he's basically trying to say we want apps on the store. We don't want to kick you out. We kicked you out because you did X. That's what he's doing. And again, I, Epic broke the rule... They got kicked. I get it. That's not my issue. The issue is totally this whole, we're going to destroy your business.
1: Yeah. And affect everybody in the process. Yeah. At the end of the day, there was a rule. It's not a good rule. Epic broke it. They got kicked. They filed a lawsuit over it. It's a separate issue, in my opinion, than what now is going on with Apple about how they're now threatening a lot of developers with this. It's a little bit separate. it, It does seem like Apple has a
0: bias against gaming. They do. Because they have no problem letting, like... All these other like media streaming apps on there, but the second is the gaming thing like X Cloud. Oh, we can't let you because
1: X. We can't do this because of X and Y. But Apple Arcade's okay. Yeah, mm. yeah, uh-huh. they, because they want you to be in your plat their platform. They don't want anyone else on there. That's really the truth. They don't yeah. really want Android, Microsoft, any of it. They really just want apple things and that that is their end game that is their eventual end game only
0: apple apple actually reminds me now kind of of what microsoft (laughs) used to be we want you to play our games use our (laughs) software on our machines with our os yeah and now they're kind of like hey we'd like you to buy an xbox to play halo infinite but if you want to play it on your old xbox your pc knock yourself out we want you to use office on whatever if that means office on ipad sure go ahead microsoft yeah. kind of changed the tune now apple is starting to look like the old school dinosaur
1: yeah yeah apple may not hmm. have a monopoly technically speaking but they are being monopolistic i guess you could say that's
0: one rotten apple <laughs> mm. i'm not funny <laughs> neither am I. anthony okay. who, do you know who's funny because who? i i don't know that's why i'm asking not you. me Shit. i'm dead inside shit shit <laughs> uh did did we have any other quick things to talk about? Or I don't we... really
1: have anything, do you?
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing about technology. All I could say is I got a really nice PRS guitar, and I modified mm. it, and it's so beautiful, and it's so good. <laughs> it has nothing to do with uh, technology. It has though. nothing to do with it. No. I'm also contemplating buying a new guitar amp. And buy some Warhammer stuff. I can't buy Warhammer because I'm trying to buy a Vox AC thirty. <laughs> Decisions. Buy both. Okay. Skip but, both. Well, today was my first day off in uh fourteen days. So Fun. So oh boy, that overtime check is gonna be mm, mm,
1: Yeah, send it all the Warhammer mm. money. <laughs> oh god. Get some overpriced plastic. I'm just miniatures gonna call you mate. one day. I'm just gonna call you one day. It's like,
0: hey, so I did a thing and I'm gonna have like ten of those boxes you have there. <laughs> I'm just gonna. God, I'm gonna paint them like fucking like polka dots, like pink and
1: yellow. Oh, you could do that. That'll be allowed.
0: They're gonna be called the the polka dot boys. The polka. The polka boys. The polka. Boy. The polka dot.
1: Them boyos.
0: Just dem. Dem boys. Dem boys. Wait. <laughs> so can you make like a flag, in Warhammer? Like, do you have like a what? Like. This is dumb. Is there, like, a flag? You could make one, yeah. Because I would just make that's fine. the most ridiculous color. flag. People do flag. that a lot, yeah. Sick. That's the thing I have to admit. I really like not playing Magic in, like, years, and I only ever had a starter deck, and never playing Warhammer besides PC games. I like that I could just make whatever the fuck I want. Cause yeah, I, that's completely allowed. Because I want to make a flag, and just I want to have, like... I want it to be, like, a ridiculous-looking flag with stripes, but I want, like, it to be, like, bacon or something on the flag, <laughs> like a pig, like something crazy. No, people do that Anywho. all the time
1: with the flags.
0: Anywho, um, so this was the whatever episode of Geekin' Out. Uh, hopefully, this won't be another, like, two Another two month. or three months. Oh, yeah. uh, because all that nonsense has since passed, and work is still busy, but not as
1: busy. At least you don't have any more shitty problems I to was, deal with.
0: I was doing 12-hour days at one point, which is why I was so exhausted. Now I'm actually getting yeah. right, a good time. And yeah, we could say that the, uh, shit, te- the uh, shit stain situation
1: has gone <laughs> away. The shit has been cleaned.
0: Um, Cleansed. and my cleansed? I mean we threw it out. Bleached. Bleached. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Bleach it. The, the, the Simpsons. Ugh, <laughs> um, so hopefully we'll be back next week. Yeah. and then I think I'm we will be. I'm gonna go home and then I'm gonna do a Let's Play. <laughs>
1: with, yeah, let me know when you do it. I'll watch it maybe. Well, I'm gonna do a let I'm doing. I'll put Let's, it all my like clean.
0: I'm doing a Let's Play with Katie tonight.
1: Fun. It's Not gonna be like
0: live stream. Gonna, oh, it isn't. No, no. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna just get started. Like, I kind of need to figure out the whole Twitch thing. I've done... Okay, these are what I'm get. I'm the old man. I've done a stream on the PC. Right. Um. It was a long time ago on my old rig. I need to set up how to do it now. Um. I'll be fully honest with you. I do not know how to do streams using consoles. Mm-hmm. Not including Xbox and PlayStation, because that's all built in. But, like, if we wanted to play a game on the GameCube, how do GameCube. I... GameCube. How do I stream it on Twitch? Capture Card to, like... My game software to OBS, I guess? Probably,
1: yeah. You'd probably have to do that to OBS okay, and then yeah. stream from there. I just
0: have to, like, learn how to do all this shit and make graphics and stuff. So I'm going to do it the old-fashioned way and record it, edit it, upload it. But I will send it to you so you can see it. Me and her were thinking of playing Mario Party. Mm-hmm. And, just go, like, me and her and two bots. One bot's going to be really hard. Right. And we found out that the game has a bias to Mario so we were going to put mario as the hard bot yes so do we we're it. Gonna, so it but like she gets ultra competitive with that game so it's not going to be like me and her teaming up she's gonna be like no if she has a chance to destroy me to win she will destroy me she won't hold back so she wants to do mario party i want to do kirby's dream course <laughs> kirby's dream course have god you pl- have you played that game what that mario kart no i uh, dream course no it is basically kirby mini golf That's so silly. You have a couple like like animal creatures throughout the stage. Mm -hmm. You bounce on them and you get their ability. Mm -hmm. And once you knock out all the little creatures, a hole pops up, and you need to get Kirby into the hole. Each creature gives you a star, and getting the hole gives you two. So you want to get as many stars as you can, by like the end of the game. So if there's nine holes, if you if if you get five stars in hole one and I get three, you have two more stars than I do. You're winning. Oh, okay. Right. So basically, it's a really competitive kind of mini golf game, but with Kirby, and it's awesome. And I love it. Mhm. I play. It that's pretty kid. interesting. I never heard of that. Oh my god, it's so much fun. I want to get her to. Pl- I want to play <laughs> that with her. Get her to play it. Yeah, and then and just wonder why it was made. If because it's great. Um, that's why it was made, and um. <laughs> We should also do a Let's Play at some point.
1: Yeah, I'll do it. Pick a game, and I could do it in a few weeks, maybe. Yeah, we can yeah. convene and do it. Yeah, you you mentioned work was about to get kind of crazy. Probably, but just for a couple of weeks. Got to do a cloud migration.
0: Mm mm mm. Ain't that fun? So anyway, hopefully, uh, hopefully we don't have to wait like another two months. And uh, I'm hoping that all the other podcasts I do, including (laughs) BKN Podcast, Eagles Flight Weekly, and the one with Katie, I'm hoping they all start again this week. So hopefully the Geek Legion Network should be back online.
1: Making a return. Because the
0: only downside is everything right now with the network and all the shows kind of falls on me because I have to upload the podcasts to this website where... The account in my name. Yeah. I made the logos. I have to edit the videos. Granted, this one's not going to be a video. I'm just going to throw the logo up on YouTube and you can just listen to this. There's no video today. But, Mm -hmm. like, any video that is done, I do it. So if I am not able to do it, everything kind of just falls apart. (laughs) So with the last two months, with how nuts everything was, I just – I did okay, my brother was home, he bought another cat, we had another guy who was staying over for a month. It was a mess. It was loud and noisy. Everything was dirty. It was chaos. Work was nuts. I was doing 12 hour days when it was 95 degrees. Like doing podcasts and show like videos was the last thing on my mind. Yeah. So to save my mental health. To save my mental health, I'm like, this stuff has to go for now. But we're back on. So hopefully it. hopefully we'll be back next week.
1: Hopefully, with, yeah.
0: Hopefully good news about this Apple nonsense and Maybe some more pricing news about the console. Just probably. give it to us, guys. Come um, on. Just it's been make, too long. Just make it 3.99 for the digital PS5, and you got me. Just give me Demon Souls. I will throw if it supports Apple Pay. That is, I will throw my phone at the screen. Except I won't, because I don't want to shatter my screen. <laughs> I don't want to shatter my screen. I have. A, I think I have that screen. Hey, look at that! Right now, my screen protector got delivered.
1: There you go. Look at that. So do gonna... you just need to hold out for another like hour. Not even like half hour i can't wait and i just throw my phone (laughs) the moment you get home (laughs) you get home in like a half hour immediately just drop your phone right in front of the box
0: real quick funny story and then we're done uh i used to go to denny's in east brunswick with i remember that kyle myers yeah uh uh, maybe i'll bleep out his name kyle (laughs) uh whatever who cares um and uh kyle who also does the podcast posts and pints every week it's an awesome soccer podcast you should check it out um I, we go to Denny's every week, and I had the Galaxy S1, Nice and T equivalent, the Samsung Captivate. Are, were you familiar with that one? No. Okay. The so, S1, yes, the Captivate. So now. the top and the bottom pieces were plastic, and the bottom, of the of the back, the bottom, you could pull down, and there was a metal plate in the middle that held in the SIM card and the battery. Mm -hmm. so I was like the middle of the phone was metal the rest of it was plastic and my phone was breaking and I hadn't upgraded any time I was just waiting so every time my phone would fuck up I would do something really really bad with it so uh, Denny's the tables had these like giant metal poles holding up the tables so I'm like oh cool my phone froze so I just turned around like this and I whipped my phone against the metal pole (laughs) and you heard a really loud metallic ding noise and it echoed throughout the room and kind of everybody just stared and looked like oh my god and then Kyle thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So just every day I would show up, I would just at one point randomly throw my phone against the metal pole. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would be like, Why are you doing that? And Kyle would be like, It's the best. Don't stop. It destroys your and phone. You know what? It never broke.
1: Yeah, meanwhile now with the when the Galaxy S eight came out and the S9 by extension, I don't know about the rest, but when those two came out, those were Actually, the most fragile phone ever software tested by a lot of different companies. I had
0: software issues with that Galaxy S1 that basically crippled the device. That's why I started to abuse it. But the hardware
1: itself never broke. That's surprising
0: that it Even never did. whipping it against a Denny's table. I don't know what's more sad. That um, phones now can't handle the kind of abuse or the fact I would be at Denny's till 5 a.m. <laughs> i don't know i don't know
1: which of those is more disturbing
0: <laughs> probably the denny's thing you know what's really really bad what i get the denny's at like 9 p.m to hang with kyle and i'd get like a dinner at 9 p.m at night <laughs> and then i would get hungry again when it was 3 a.m i'd get a second dinner at like 3 a.m so i would have like two dinners at denny's and like a five hour span how am i not dead I don't know, your arteries
1: must be clogged to
0: shit, though. It's like Duke Nukem, I got arteries of steel. I've got arteries of steel. I can't steel. do his voice. I could if I wasn't so thirsty. Oh man. With that said, hopefully my arteries can hold out till next week for us to yeah. come back for episode five. Uh, back at it again. Back at it, your boys. <laughs>